Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, you ever see how the media memory hole stories they don't want to talk about? Remember the Vegas shooting that seems to have, like, disappeared? We never really got to the bottom of what happened there. The Tennessee bombing, stories they covered when they happened, then the media memory holes. And why? Because there's no good narrative in it for them. There's no way for them to spin it to advance their liberal causes. Yet to this day, we still hear Charlottesville stories, and they're used in terms of a lie that Donald Trump praised white supremacists, which is factually incorrect. The media is a rotting cancer in this country, and they're doing it again right now as they try to memory hole Waukesha, and they're suspiciously quiet about the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Why is that? Kind of odd. Well, we're not going to be quiet about that. I've got a lot on that today. Don't go anywhere. It's a loaded Monday. Um, Joe and Guy are not here today. I'll explain why in a moment. You guys from last week can probably understand why, but I got a lot to get to. Don't go anywhere. Loaded show. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120Life dot com and use the code Dan to save fifteen percent receive free shipping. They're so sure that one twenty life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to one twenty life dot com. That's one two zero life dot com and use code Dan to save fifteen percent. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. One twenty life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Joe, let's go. I just said Joe's out here, so we're going to have to do the Kenny Bell. The Kenny Bell makes a comeback today. I'll explain why in a little bit. You all deserve to know. You spend time with me, I spend time with you. Mutual trust society, that's what matters. So the media, they love memory-holing stories that don't advance their narrative. And then they talk about forever stories they think do, even if they have to lie about it. Like that, what happened in Charlottesville, January 6th. Do you hear about these stories all the time in the media? Yet suspiciously, we had that bombing in Tennessee. Remember that? Many of you right now, I'll bet, are listening to the show going, yeah, I do remember that. What happened with that? Stories not really discussed that much. The FBI wrapped up their investigation, so you get a full disclosure from me about the info. They said, hey, we acted alone. We don't really have much as regards to motivation." Vegas shooting, we're not much of a motivation there either. But the media doesn't seem too much interested in getting to the bottom of that. You notice that? Yeah, we're still talking about Charlottesville and everything, January 6th and everything else. It's almost as if the media has an agenda, and that agenda is not the truth. That agenda is advancing leftist narratives. Now they're trying to memory hole Walker Show. We're not going to let them do it. 
because there's no advantageous narrative to them. And they're trying to memory hole, memory hole what's going on right now, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, of course, in the Jeffrey Epstein case. I'm going to play for you a video quickly. Here's a guy by the name of Nigel Cawthorn. He wrote a book. He throws Donald Trump's name in here, which I don't think is any relationship to the case for any reason. I just want to be clear on that. But here's this Nigel Cawthorn. He's on uh, GB News. And he's talking about why this Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, you know, uh, friend, Ghislaine Maxwell, why this trial, why a lot of stuff might come out, because there's some serious names about some people who may have been involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Check this out. You've written the book about her. She, you know more about her than most people. When she takes to the stand, which seems likely, there'll be quite a few sweaty palms in various VIP homes around the world, won't there? I would think so, yes, indeed, because um, the um, the little black, black book, which is... Um, Elaine's not an Epstein's uh, thing is going to be entered in evidence. And, and she just knew everybody. Um, we know that Bill Clinton was around. We know that Donald Trump was around. We know that Bill Gates was around. Um, yes, there's, there's going to be some very embarrassing stuff coming out here. You see that? He's dropping some serious names there, Nigel Cawthorn. Now, everybody's innocent till proven guilty here. We're not leftists and we're not media lunatics. We don't make up fake narratives. We don't avoid process. We don't indict people uh, before they're given due process. Having said that, there is a growing amount of evidence that Ghislaine Maxwell was working with Jeffrey Epstein to do some very disgusting things involving the sexual abuse of, uh, <clears throat> of, of a, a large number of uh, young women, some girls. The case is disgusting. The best article I've seen covering this case, which starts today, is by my man Techno. Travis is fantastic. Techno is amazing. I have his substack linked in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. The Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which could involve some very big names, all of a sudden we're not seeing 24-hour media coverage. Why is that? Is it because some of those big names, one of them may be Bill Clinton? Well, let's go to Techno. Let's go to some of the screenshots from Techno's substack piece. Let's go to screenshot number one where he talks about how the investigation into Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein and his alleged sexual abuse of uh, young women and girls. What, what's going on with that case? Why are we hearing more? Here, screenshot one. They talk about how, even though the full scope and details of the investigation, however, have not been made public, that this thing is still going on. It, quote, remains active. And they're investigating other, quote, possible co-conspirators of Jeffrey Epstein. They are. Really? Wow, that's interesting. Who were some of his co-conspirators? Why aren't we hearing about that? Were there other people involved? Was it not just allegedly Ghislaine Maxwell? Were there others involved as well, recruiting people, victims for Jeffrey Epstein? Remains active. Here's a question as a former investigator I'm asking here. Are they flipping people right now? Are they flipping other co-conspirators against others? And do they have a black book? Oh, I use that intentionally. A black book of names of very high-profile people involved in this case who they're not willing to give out right now, who may come out at trial? Is that why the media is keeping real quiet about this? They don't seem too interested. They flipping folks? Who else is involved in this? Why hasn't there been a plea deal offered? Do they not need a plea deal? Is this open and shut for them? We'll see. Here's why I think the media is extra quiet about this case, even though they're still fascinated by January 6th. Here's a witness statement 
in the case against Jeffrey Epstein and the allegations of sexual abuse of young women and girls. Notice this. Here's a screenshot from it. Hat tip techno again as well. The witness said, hey, when you asked him, why is Bill Clinton here? Where was here? On the island, the witness said. When you were present with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton on the island, who else was there? Ghislaine, Emmy, and there were two young girls I could identify. I never really knew them well anyway. It was just two girls from New York. So Bill Clinton was on Jeffrey Epstein's island with two young girls from New York, according to a witness. Is this why the case remains suspiciously out of the public light, despite the fact that it is one of the most high-profile investigations we've seen involving a connected political figure in a long time? Seems like the kind of thing you'd write books about. Seems like the kind of thing that would act like clickbait for the media. They would love a story like that, but they're real quiet. They're real quiet. Waukesha massacre seems to have disappeared out of the media landscape because it's not a helpful narrative for them. The Maxwell case, no talk at all. Does that involve Bill Clinton? We'll see, I guess, won't we? Ski Lane Maxwell, what's she going to say on the stand? Remember, they said the case remains active, folks. That's not by accident there. Remains active, meaning they're still investigating other people. Are they going to give up Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein? What about Bill Clinton? Here's another interesting part of the case from Technofog Substack here. <clears throat> what about this black book? Sounds like a potential witness list or a potential perp list to me. From the Substack. We also observed that the government will introduce testimony from a currently unknown Epstein employee. Oh, really? To authenticate Epstein's black book of names and numbers. Oh, that's a media's not interested in that. So a former Epstein insider and employee is going to turn government witness here. They're going to introduce testimony from this he or, or her. We don't know. And is going to authenticate Epstein's black book of names and numbers. Were these other people involved in the sexual abuse of, of women and young girls? These are some serious allegations here. How many other people were involved? Who else is in that black book? Listen, I don't give a damn about your party affiliation. You're involved in this case. You're going down on this show. Here's the most interesting part of the whole thing where I'm going to add some of my sources. I got from a good source a long time ago that Epstein may have had some involvement with the intel services of numerous governments and that there may be video of Jeffrey Epstein on this plane that Jeffrey Epstein himself may not know about. Really? Yeah, really. Jeffrey Epstein may not have known there was video on his plane. Well, we'll see about that. But here, Techno includes this. This is, again, what I find to be the most interesting angle to this is Jeffrey Epstein was given a sweetheart deal a long time ago on, on charges that were levied against him. Why was he given a sweetheart deal? Was it because Jeffrey Epstein's been working with some foreign governments and intel services for a while? Why was that? A lot of people are asking that question. Let me read this from Technofog Substack. This will blow your mind. What questions are still unanswered? The extent of Epstein's relationship with the U.S. government, <clears throat> Vicki Ward of Rolling Stone was told that Epstein's dealings in the arms world in the 1980s had led him to work for multiple governments, including the Israelis. Ward sources say that Epstein was known in the intelligence world as a hyperfixer, someone who can go between different cultures and networks. 
Epstein himself was alleged to have said he worked with the government to recover stolen funds. What Epstein did for the U.S. government, perhaps other governments, as we previously discussed, is essential knowledge because these answers would likely inform why Epstein was given a sweetheart deal approved by Maine Justice in Washington, D.C. Why isn't the media covering this trial? Maybe because some big names connected to their swampy ecosystem, maybe media names themselves, who knows? Involved, maybe involved, maybe part of that black book. Maybe getting dimed out in court right now by one of uh, Epstein's own employees. They're ready to authenticate the black book of names. Who's in there? Democrat politicians in there too? Republicans? Who knows? Does this involve Intel services as well? What was Epstein doing? Is there video? In the coming days, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get answers to all these questions and they're not going to be pretty. But the media, oh, just one, the media, is, by the way, has largely iced this case out. I just want to dispel one myth, though, quickly, because again, we do facts here, unlike the journalist brigade of losers and liars and fraudsters. Courts were not banned from the uh, excuse me, cameras weren't banned from the courtroom in a media blackout. I want to be clear. That story's going around. It's not true. The federal rules prohibit uh, cameras in the courtroom. So I do believe the media is icing this case out, but I, I don't think there's a conspiracy by the, the judge to keep the cameras out of the courtroom. It's just a federal rule. If I, if I learn different, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to speculate, you know, recklessly. I don't want to, I, I want to make sure we stick to the facts. I don't want to get lost like we have in the past. When people spin yarns to get, you know, views on their shows and then we get lost from the real thing. Was Bill Clinton involved? Who's in the damn black book? Who's the employee? Are they authenticating the black book? Was Epstein working with Intel services? These are real questions. They're real questions and they're important ones. All right. Uh, just some quick breaking news. I'm going to get to my second spot. And then here's what I got coming up. The fear porn is on again with uh, I'm a uh, Omicron, it sounds like a Decepticon from the Transformers. Omicron's back, we're all going to die. I'm going to explain to you my walking dead theory again, what's really going on, Fauci squirming, and some research that came out this week and some kind of news about me, which you probably figured out already. Uh, one other quick bit of breaking news. To this morning, it came out that Jack Dorsey may be stepping down from Twitter, which is really interesting timing for Dorsey to leave uh to leave Twitter. I don't know if that has anything to do with the pressure on him to not be in charge of Square and Twitter at the same time. And they're probably going to appoint some other left-wing lunatic anyway. So as I don't think any of that stuff, uh, you know, really matters. I, I don't think it's going to change. What I'm getting at, a better, well, better said, is I don't think it's going to change the ideological uh, course of, the, uh, of, the, of Twitter, which is to the left at all. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous. Uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code BONGINO at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. 
Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran? Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino. could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. Folks, here we go again with the fear porn. Everyone, not you in my audience. I'm not, I don't mean this in any way disrespectful towards you, but to the liberal lunatics and media people who watch this show, and believe me, there are a lot of them. I get your nasty grams and death threats all the time. Everybody, calm the F down. Pardon my language. Calm down. Calm down about Decepticon, Optimus Prime, Omicron. Calm down. Holy Moses, the fear porn campaigns. What have I been warning you about forever? Fear is the coin of the realm for the left. No one, listen to me, horse blinders. Nobody gives up their freedom voluntarily. It's at the point now where these crazed leftist lunatics and fear porn merchants, they're enjoying this thing. Every single time there's a new variant, there's another reason to restrict your actions further. First, you lock down your business. Then you had to wear a mask. Then you had to get a vaccine. Then you got to get a booster. They're loving this. They don't want this thing to end. This is crazy. Everybody calm down. Science, reason, logic will win the day. Calm down. Here is the right now the most dangerous public policy expert with air quotes we have had in office in decades opening his yapper again. Are we going to have to lock down? The lockdowns didn't work last time. Here is crazy Fauci again saying, well, I don't know, maybe let's just hang out and check this out, despite the fact the lockdowns have done nothing. Here, listen to this. Should we expect to be seeing more lockdowns again, new lockdowns, more mandates? You know, I don't know, George. It's really too early to say. We just really need to, as I've said so often, prepare for the worst. There you go, folks. Here we go again. Anthony Fauci, the walking dead guy. You know the walking dead? I've used this analogy all the time. Why do socialist leftists, liberal lunatics, and media people, why are they enjoying the ongoing fear porn campaigns? Omicron, Decepticon, Bumblebee. What, who's the next Transformer coming out? Why are they trying to scare the hell out of you? Because they can evaporate your freedoms away every single day. Remember the Walking Dead episode where the survivors of the zombie apocalypse, they walk, they find this prison. They're like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest thing. They go in the prison. And they think it's so secure in there because the zombies are on the outside and they're inside in a prison. This is what they're doing to you now. Don't you see it? They're having you voluntarily walk in to an ideological prison. They're going to lock the door behind you. 
because you'll think you're safer inside because outside there's Omicron and Delta and Alpha and Mu and Nu and every Greek letter of the alphabet, just not G because we don't want to offend the Chinese. It's outside. Just stay in the prison and listen to us. And who are the prison guards? They are. Folks, this is, it, it, it's the same thing every time. Same thing every single time. Infections start to ebb. New variant. New variant. Triple boost. Quadruple boosters. Shut your mouth. Why do I say everybody calm down? Please, please. Folks, here's an article in Western Journal. It'll be in my newsletter today. The symptoms of Omicron, according to a, a, a health professional in South Africa, where it's become, uh, where it's moving around a little bit. They're unusual but mild. Please, I'm begging you, please stop falling for this. I know you and my listening audience aren't. I know it. But please, to the even to the Democrats out there, you are ruining this country over an unnecessary, hysterical, insane fear porn campaign led by this guy, the clown prince of public health, Fauci. I don't know. Lockdowns, we'll see. You have to check that out. Who is this guy? He's, anno- he's given himself a scepter and a crown and anointed himself the monarch. Here's Fauci again. Watch him uncomfortably laugh when being called out uh, for, for basically being a fear porn merchant by Ted Cruz. Watch him laugh uncomfortably and then go full political activist attacking Ted Cruz for, you guessed it, he doesn't bring up Waukesha, Ghislaine Maxwell, anything. Fauci, Fauci himself, a public health professional who I have no respect for at all. None. Watch him go full activist mode and attack Ted Cruz for January 6th. Check this out. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? There's Fauci. Full activist, full on liberal political activist. Now, this guy's not to be taken seriously. He is a joke. He is a joker and a clown. He's always been a clown from the start. You need more evidence? Here's Fauci in the same interview with one of the most, and this, and believe me, in Fauci terms, this is saying a lot, one of the most disgraceful things I've ever heard him say. If you now, question Fauci at all. You're not questioning a human being. You're questioning science because Fauci says, because I represent science. You do? Because I got a supercut coming up next showing how your science seems to be all over the place. So if you represent science and you take position A, then position B, well, which one was science, A or B? Wait till you hear the supercut coming up next of Fauci taking every position on just about every topic of prominences. But first, here's Fauci claiming, yeah, You know, you attack me, you're attacking science. No, we're going after you because we believe in science. Check this out. To me, that's that's unbelievably bad because all I want to do is save people's lives. I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. Folks, authentic people want to be challenged. I've said it on this show often. 
about me. I, why do I say, you've heard it, you listen, you hear, you know what happens. I say to you all the time, and I'll say again, fact check this show. Do your own homework. Don't take my word for it. Not because I don't trust what I put out in the show. No, because I do trust it. And I want you to place the trust in me I've, traced, I've, pla- I've placed in you. I'm not building a house of cards here. I'm building it on a fortress of concrete. The only way to establish that trust that me and you are spending time together every day that matters is for you to believe what I'm telling you is based in facts and reality. When we get it wrong, we'll correct it. But anyone like Fauci, who when you question them, goes off on these tangents and attacks the people who are questioning him, you're attacking science, you're attacking this. Anyone who does that, anyone, I urge... The, the, the strongest of caution. I'll get to that in a second again with Lynn Wood. You ever notice how you question them? They melt. I tell you to question me. You question them. These false gods, they all fall apart. Here's Fauci right here. Here's a supercut of Anthony Fauci taking the opposite side of each position. So if this is science, which position is true? Check this out. Are we safe to fly? Many of us are going on trips. We're all going to the Super Bowl. Is that safe? Yeah. Yes, of course. And I, I think I'm glad you asked me that question. Right now, the risk to Americans is really low and it could really explode into something much bigger. I hope it doesn't. We're preparing ourselves for that. But right now, you're right. The risk of getting into a real problem with influenza is much greater than the risk of this new virus in the United States. So there have been estimates of hundreds of thousands of people in the U.S. who could die or in the worst case scenario millions. Can you tell the American people that that is possible? You know, it's possible because when you do a model, you have a worst case scenario, the best case scenario. And the reality is how you react to that will depend where you're going to be on that curve. So, Dr. Fauci, it's Saturday morning in America. People are waking up right now with real concerns about this. They want to go to malls and movies, maybe the gym as well. Should we be changing our habits? And if so, how? No, right now, at this moment, there is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-by-day basis. Right now, the risk is still low, but this could change. We have to make sure we don't forget that the most important thing is to keep this six-foot physical distance from individuals. Dr. Fauci, if the, if the most vulnerable, gr- vulnerable group is the elderly right now, we're seeing all of these school closures around the country. Is that the right move for children and families? Well, I think it should be done in a proportionate way. And I think what's going on right now is, is in generally an appropriate approach. As a fundamental principle, I do agree that we should try as best as we possibly can to get the children back to school because of the well-documented, you know, secondary downstream uh, ripple effects that are negative, uh, particularly on parents and on the children when you keep them out of schools. Folks, beware of anyone who does this. Anyone who, when you question them, goes on the counterattack mode rather than trying to explain away why their logic and their reason doesn't seem to be logical or reasonable. Fauci does this all the time. He never addresses the criticism of his 30 different positions on 47 different topics. He only attacks the messengers. Linwood did that to me this weekend, which is typical. I'm not surprised. I'll get to that in a second, but just, um, just a quick note. So for those of you wondering what's been going on the last week with me, I've been getting a lot of questions. I um, want to be sure before I, I told you, but you're my audience and you deserve the truth. So I had COVID 
Um, it was obviously, given you know my vaccine history, I've spoken about it, it was obviously a breakthrough case. Um, listen, I can't speak for anyone else I don't claim to, but I can speak for myself because I know those facts because it's me. So uh, it was not a mild case. It was actually a pretty painful case. So I don't know what the other cases are, these breakthrough cases. I can't speak to them. I can only speak to myself. But uh, I, my last vaccination was on March 25th. I had the Pfizer vaccine and the case, like I know where I got it. I'm reasonably confident the person I came into contact with. Um, but it was not a mild case. It was a pretty awful case. I took some screenshots of my, uh, that aura ring that measures your body temperature and everything to show how bad it was. Um, it was uh, about 103 and a half fever, chills. It was pretty ugly. So I've been getting a lot of questions. So that's what's been going on. That's why I've been isolated here for a while now. And that's why the show looks a little different. Not the background. It's the same studio, but we haven't been able to have people around for obvious reasons. It's not the responsible thing to do. I got a lot of questions, though. Some people figured it out. I hammered through the shows last week um, because I felt the need to be here. I wasn't feeling great last Monday, but by Tuesday and Wednesday, I was doing okay. It was good to get some time off. But a lot of people asked who figured it out, you know, well, what, what, how did you, how did you get better so quick? Well, listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to prescribe you anything. I worked with a doctor though. And uh, I took the antibodies, the monoclonal antibodies. And I can tell you within 36 hours, I felt better. I also took ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, quercetin, benefibrate. Um, so I took a cocktail. I took a baby aspirin as well. I took melatonin at night. I, I'm not going to correlate or make causal inferences about any of that. It was on a doctor's advice. I'm just telling you within 36 hours, I was largely better. And uh, the breakthrough case for me was not mild at all. It was one of the worst things I've ever experienced. But I'm telling you, because I will never lie to you, that in 36 hours, I felt better. It was enough for me to get back on the air on Monday. So for those of you asking, that's what happened. So. Uh, it was not a wild case. You can still hear me coughing a little bit. So I appreciate it. Now, just to address Linwood, listen, I don't have a lot of time to get into a back and forth with this guy. I'm just telling you that, the, you know, Linwood is evidence again of what happens when you speak in facts and other speak, people speak in personal attacks. I had addressed Linwood, the Kyle Rittenhouse interview and other things. Linwood then threatened to sue. Just go ahead, Lynn. Don't talk. Just go ahead and sue. Please stop wasting everybody's time with nonsense. You know that's nonsense. You're a defamation lawyer. You're going to humiliate yourself. Go ahead and do that. You know what the best, by the way, you know what the best defense in a defamation case anyone ever told you is? The truth. So here's the interesting thing about Lynn Wood, who decided to attack me personally for putting it. So just, just to be clear, me, Gorka, Posobiec, all of us, we're all crazy, right? Marjorie Taylor Greene, we're all nuts. Uh, everyone out there who's reported on this. And yes, Lynn Wood is in fact the one on the high, top of the moral totem pole. Listen, I, you think I wouldn't have won on the air with that if I didn't have the receipts to back it up? By the way, I got more on that coming. But Lynn Wood on his Telegram channel has decided to continue to attack me. Here, check this out. So I, I had a look at a search engine this morning. This is how crazy this has gotten. Does anyone other than the CIA, this is Lynn's Telegram channel, know anything about the relationship between Dan Bongino and Sean Bridges asking for a friend? Folks, I had to put in a search engine who Sean Bridges was. <laughs> Should I ask the CIA? Should I, maybe, CIA, listen, can you tell me about that relationship? 
So I'm going to issue a challenge. Let's put Linwood to the test. For those of you who still believe in this guy, stunningly, who makes lobs charges, can never be questioned. When you question him, he attacks the messenger. I tell you to question me every single time. I've got the receipts to back it up. Believe me, I got more coming, right? Yet you question Lynn Wood, and Lynn Wood says the CIA and Dan Bongino are in a, a, a collusion with whatever, Sean Bridges? I had to look up who that was. Apparently, he was a Secret Service agent who uh, got indicted for some Bitcoin scheme or something, something like that. I had to look the guy up. So I'm going to issue a challenge to Lynn Wood. He's a defamation lawyer, right? Let's see who's, because those of you who still believe in him, let's see who's got the guts. I'll tell you what, Lynn, you put down in your telegram in writing today, your hard evidence that I have any connection whatsoever outside of having been in the secret service. And this guy was a secret service agent, apparently. Let's put down in writing your case, make it to all your people in writing. Don't no, no talking in writing. I want to see it in writing on your telegram, my connection to Sean Bridges, who I had to look up in a search engine today to find out who it was. Then we'll talk about defamation, right? Let's see who's got the guts. Let's see you put it down in writing. See, folks, Linwood isn't stupid. He's a very smart, conniving guy. Linwood won't put down in writing his fictitious CIA scheme. I'm a deep state operative, deep stater. Wrote four books exposing the deep state. It's my plot, though, to get the deep state. Let's see you put it down in writing, Lin. Grow a pair, huh? Put it down in writing. Let's see who's got a real defamation case. Let's see. He won't do it. He'll throw a bunch of stuff. The CIA, deep state, Dan Bongino. It's all he does every time. Meanwhile, I tell you to question me. Keep believing in this guy. Unreal. Unbelievable. The deep state. Yeah, ran for office three times in the Republic against the deep state and wrote four books. That's right, to advance the deep state. That makes a lot of sense. Perfect. Oh, gosh. All right. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner. And if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable... Fiber optic sights aren't enough. It's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms, and you're going to love this company. Sorry about that, folks. I don't mean to waste your time and stuff like that. But again, I find myself under attack by a lot of false gods, and then all their, their, their people jump in, and we get, you know, maybe 50, 20 messages over the course of the week. Oh, my gosh, you're attacking this guy. He's a wonderful man. He's here. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure he is. I'm just making it all up, of course. Right. It's not you in the other. That's why I said I don't want to waste your time. All right, moving on to important stuff. You know, Scott Atlas... Uh, has an incredible book uh, out right now called The Plague on Our House. I have a publishing relationship, but you know I got a publishing company too. But there's an article in Zero Hedge today that's critical. It talks about this book and how Trump was consistently betrayed by the insiders inside the White House. The book addresses how Dr. Burks, how Fauci, I met Dr. Burks, and I got to tell you, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm supremely disappointed that this scandal has not blown up yet. 
how Trump was constantly being pushed by these people to do things over and over again that just didn't work. The endless focus on masks, on new mandates, on closures and lockdowns. He was getting spun up by these people. Atlas is trying to tell the truth to him that this stuff doesn't work and they're ignoring him. Folks, the media is getting people killed. Let me say for a moment here, just I'm not going to say who, but a friend of mine from another state, she texted me last night. Her son's got a pre-existing condition prior to his infection with COVID, has COVID right now, but it's a serious condition. The son is in real danger. He is not an older man either. The relatively young guy is in real danger. Is very sick from COVID right now. They can't get the antibodies to this kid. They can't get any kind of treatments like the ones I took. No one wants to hear anything. They would rather see this kid die. The media is hiding the truth from you about everything going on with COVID of significance. I told you, there are two approved narratives right now and two approved narratives only. Anything outside of that narrative, you will be laughed at and mocked. They don't even care if you die. Number one, put your freaking mask on. They don't care that this doesn't do. It's done almost nothing. There's some mild evidence that masking, if you were sick, may reduce the ability for, if it's properly fitted, to spread it to others. There is no systemic, countrywide evidence that masking policies are widely correlated with a decrease in COVID. None. And yet they continue to push it. The second narrative is you will take the damn vaccine. I had a breakthrough case. I had a breakthrough case of the vaccine. What about natural immunity? Funny how you're not going to hear anything about this huge major study that just came out. Just the news. John Solomon, you want to read it? Be in my newsletter today. COVID survivors with natural immunity at low risk for reinfection or severe symptoms, study finds. This was a huge study that natural immunity is strong. Why aren't you hearing more about it? Because what are the two approved narratives, folks? Wear your damn mask and get the vaccine and shut your mouth about anything else. Is that one of those two narratives? Nope. Natural immunity is strong. Do we know if it's lasting? We don't know that. Why? We've only been with COVID for two years. I give you the facts. I hope now that I am uh, developing some natural immunity, I hope it lasts forever. I don't know that yet. I don't know that yet. I'm not going to lie to you like these media types. But it appears for now that natural immunity after recovering from a COVID-19 infection is robust and strong. Why aren't you hearing about it? Because it's not one of their approved narratives. And you you find it convenient that both of the approved narratives both involve a mandate, mask mandates and vaccine mandates, and they all involve power. You're walking into an ideological prison. Sorry, Lucy, I just scared her. You're walking into an ideological prison. The walking dead hypothesis. They're getting you to give up your civil liberties out of fear. That's why they love these mandate narratives. Anything else will be shut down. The left can't even get their facts straight. I appreciate them coming on the show, but here was no Miki Const in the rebuttal segment, which I enjoy, folks. 80% of the reviews in the rebuttal have a 20%. Why you put these people on? Because I want to show you they just don't know anything and have a grasp of the data. On my show this weekend, Unfiltered. Here's just a quick clip. I was debating Nomiki Konst, and I say to her at one point during this, she's trying to blame Trump again, which was just ridiculous. I had no time for it. For COVID deaths, I say to her, that's kind of weird 
because there have been more deaths from COVID since Trump left office than in 2020, excuse me, 2020 combined. Kind of weird, right? That when Joe Biden was debating Donald Trump, do you remember when he said 220,000 deaths from COVID, Mr. President, you're watching, no one should be president with that number of deaths. You know how many people have died since Joe Biden's been in office? Get to that in a second. That screenshot. 350,000. No, Miki didn't know that. And she was confident that she didn't know it. Here, check this out. You kind of rebutted your own point in the rebuttal, which is the first time it's ever happened. You made a point trying to imply government <laughs> debt is bad and then went back to say, no, no, yeah, it's, it's not personal. bad. It's good personal. when government spends. Well, what is it? Is debt bad when Donald Trump accumulates no, 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 debt? I, 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 wasn't, I didn't mention. And, and Biden do? What is it? No, the economy, what I'm saying is all of the all of the things that Donald Trump did over the last two years are now piling on. The fact that he did not want to spend money on, oh, on he did not want to take gosh. the vaccine seriously, the mask no, seriously. Mickey, Hundreds of thousands of people not... died because he didn't take it seriously. Workforces were shut down. Supply Hun- chain no, was Mickey. shut down. Huge. All Hundreds they want to do is ban people. More died like, we didn't have a Biden pandemic in our country. Office. But hundreds of thousands more have died since Biden got, you you just leave that all out. That's amazing. And and there you go, folks. I appreciate her coming on. I let them air their viewpoint, but making my point again, they just don't know what they're talking about. And more people have died now since, and then all of 2020 combined. Nobody seems to be blaming uh, Joe Biden in the media because it's not one of the approved narratives. Here, Wall Street Journal headline. Biden's COVID death milestone. More Americans have died of the virus in 2021 than in all of 2020. Got the data right there, folks. But let's keep doing the same thing. Let's keep trotting Dr. Fauci and this cabal that was giving Trump terrible information back in the White House to continue to do things that don't work. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, lock the economy down. None of this is working. Now, the fact checkers say they believe in science. Right? You've heard that? Well, what about this science? Daily Mail. You want to read this? Show this to your school boards. COVID rules are blamed for a 23% dive in young children's development. Disturbing studies show scores in three key cognitive tests slumped between 2018 and 2021 with face mask rules amongst the possible culprits. Are face masks destroying your kid's ability to learn? I don't know. Maybe correlated, may not be causal, but it's certainly something worth looking into because face masks have not been correlated with some dive in COVID rates. But it appears they are correlated with a decrease in cognitive test results. Does anybody care? Anyone at all? Just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And who helps them? Who helps them do this? The damn fact checkers, folks, they can't stop the fact checkers and the lion media. It's it's really it's so sad. And their social media, uh, their social media, three musketeers here. The fact checkers, the media and social media keeping you from the truth. I'm going to get to that in a second. I want to show you an article, a very important one about how Facebook had shut down in conjunction with the fact checkers and other people. Any conversations about Rittenhouse whatsoever. And I want to talk to you about a media post article about how there's a new so-called study out there absolving the left of any role here, any role in promoting promoting misinformation and people fall for this stuff. And I've got a um, hilarious video from leftists trying to switch the conversation around on inflation, which is just nutty. 
With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So, this Media Post article really bothered me. This is what the media does. <clears throat> These Media Post folks, you have, I'll, I'll show you the article up in the newsletter today if you want to read it, bungino.com slash newsletter. They're trying to claim that there's a new study out there claiming that liberals don't spread misinformation at a high rate, that it's largely conservatives that do this. They ignore reality there, and they do this all the time. Uh, one of the this is one of what this is kind of part of the symbiote here. So just to be clear, how this operation is working against you to make sure you never get the facts and you're gaslit. They people lie, they lie often, they isolate you from the truth. What they do is media, social media, liberal politicians, and academic research institutions work together to try and portray this narrative that conservatives are a source of disinformation, which you know is absolutely false. It is one hundred percent incorrect. Absolutely false. False. It is the liberals that spread the collusion hoax, the Hunter Biden Russian uh, disinformation nonsense, that Rittenhouse was guilty in a white supremacist before he was even tried, the Nick Sandman case, the Stephen Hatfield case. The list goes on and on. The Juicy Smollett case. You get it. Now, there's an interesting article in the New York Post today about how Facebook and their employees, that they, they relish the power of being able to control the national narrative. And by doing it, they are getting people to believe misinformation. And the misinformation is almost exclusively on the left. Here's the New York Post editorial board. Facebook declared Kyle Rittenhouse guilty, silencing his defense in the court of public opinion. Quote, but Facebook staff just couldn't resist choosing a side. As one employee put it in internal discussions obtained by the Post, Employees are drunk on the absolute power of being in control of civics in America without ever having to visit a voting booth if voting is even an option. This is why I've said to you often, the gaslighting will never stop until something is done to stop these companies from gaslighting America. They kept you from information. People still believe to this day, the leftists, that collusion was real. Rittenhouse was a domestic terrorist, white supremacist. Hunter Biden's case was Russian disinformation. They are the misinformation specialists, and they do it in conjunction with fake book and these academic institutions who only define misinformation when it involves what they believe to be conservatives. It's all a scam, folks, to shut you down. It's all a scam. All right, I want to play this video for you. Let the gaslighting begin as well. The gaslighting will continue on inflation too. The Democrats are panicking over inflation. Why? Because everybody feels it. When politics kicks you in the grapefruits, all of a sudden everything becomes local, even national issues like inflation, right? People are paying more. People can't buy food anymore. People are starting to realize Joe Biden has, has presided over the worst case of inflation we've seen in three decades in this economy. So the gaslighting's begun, folks. Lie, lie often, isolate people from the truth, lie confidently. That's what you have to do in gaslighting. So the left's new narrative is going to be this. It's not the money printing. It's not the lack of productivity. It's not that. Folks, don't worry. This is from More Perfect Union, some left-leaning outlet here. Here's part of their video saying, no, it's not all that stuff. 
It's this other thing. It's definitely corporate greed that's doing it, folks. Corporate greed, folks, just emerged right now. We haven't had corporate greed ever. It just started under the Biden administration, which is kind of weird. Maybe they know Biden's a greedy grifter and corporations decided to, you know, if it, what's good for the goose, what's good for the gander, right? Here, check this crazy video out. Do you feel like the prices of normal things you buy every day are going up? Well, supposedly we can thank rising inflation. The main thing is inflation. The American people are facing the highest inflation in more than 10 years. Chicken, eggs, meat. A pound of steak is up by two bucks. A pound of bacon costs over $7. $7 bacon. $7 bacon. So what happened? The official inflation story in the media goes like this. Workers are demanding too much money. Costs of raw materials and transportation are going up. And the Biden administration has pumped too much money into the economy. But that's not the full picture. There's something that corporate America doesn't want you to know. All right, that was more perfect union. I saw that on social media. Trying to, again, gaslight you along with Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and others who are claiming the massive inflation crisis now is due to just, interestingly enough, a spurt, a gross spurt in greed under the Biden administration. Which, as I said on Fox and Friends this morning, you know, that narrative one is total BS, but would make sense. I mean, Joe Biden's family's full of grifters and greedy losers. So maybe corporate America's like, hey, you know what? Again, good for the goose, goose, gander. Let's try that too, the whole greed thing. That is not what's doing this, ladies and gentlemen, the inflation crisis. You want to do facts? We do facts here. If Biden's inspired greed, by the way, as the Wall Street Journal points out in this James Freeman op-ed, and why is it just happening now? Here, Wall Street Journal, the Biden era of greed, Democrats' inflation excuses lead to inconvenient conclusions. The Democrats seem to have a tough case to make in seeking to blame price hikes on business. But let's say they are successful in persuading consumers that surging inflation is actually a barometer of corporate behavior. Then they have to explain why the Biden era is characterized by such a historic surge in greed. Has Mr. Biden inspired selfishness to reach its highest levels? In 31 years? Anybody else asking that question? Or is this just BS? That's BS. Everyone's greedy, folks. Government, corporations, everyone. None of that has changed. It's not a knock on corporations. It's not a knock on people in government, per se. It's a knock on human nature. We're all greedy. Many to a greater extent than some others. Many of those people find themselves in politics. Many find themselves in corporate America. But folks, there's no question amongst reasonable and sane people what's leading to this inflation crisis now, and it is not greed. It is very simply, we printed a lot of money to chase products that don't exist. You need the evidence to back it up? Look at this chart by AIER. Do these money supply charts pretend hyperinflation? Look at the charts, folks. We have printed and digitally created more money than we have in human history. Quote, look at the chart. These factors led to a huge jump in the broader money supply. Figure one shows the 12-month changes in M2 since 1982. In 2020, M2, it's a measure of the money supply, increased by almost $4 trillion. By far the largest expansion in U.S. history, folks. Look at the chart. Is that a greed chart? No, that's a money printing chart. That's not a greed chart. By the way, the source of that chart, the Federal Reserve. Money printing up. 
Printing up. Well, what happens when you print a lot of money and you don't have a lot of products? More money chases fewer products. Dan, you have evidence to back that up? Oh, yeah, I do. AP headline. No, Mickey missed this one, too, on our debate. Productivity down 4.2%. Largest decline in nearly 40 years. So we're supposed to believe it's corporate greed. Yet Joe Biden gets in office. The money supply is now exploding. It's up the money supply up the most we've ever seen in human history, right? The stuff we're producing has gone down by the most in 40 years. But yeah, definitely greed, folks. It's, it's greed. The greed did it. Nothing to do with more money chasing fewer products. Well, what about workers? You're clearly benefiting from this inflation, right? More money running around. You're getting more of it. Nah, wrong. Wrong there, too. Wrong Fox Business article. Workers take a pay cut as inflation erodes wage gains. Your wages are down 2.2%. Well, Dan, it's those dastardly greedsters in corporate America. They're paying less for their products and charging us more. Eh, wrong again. AP. Producer prices rise 8.6%, matching September's record high. That's greed, folks. Greed. Greed did it. Even if that stupidity were true, again, you should start asking the question the journal's asking. Why is greed so unprecedented now in the Biden era? Ladies and gentlemen, inflation isn't everywhere a monetary phenomenon, to quote Milton Friedman. When you have 100 products, let's say, for the sake of even numbers, and $100, each product could, by simple math, fetch a dollar if everyone bought one. If you then print $1,000, that is $10 chasing each product because there's only 100 Now, if you were to increase the products by 1000 then the product would stay a dollar. The price wouldn't go down. It wouldn't go up. We're not doing that. We're pr- productivity. We're producing less stuff and printing more money to chase it. That's why the prices are going up and your wages are going down. Please don't believe the lies. Please, fact check everything. Me too. It matters. Appreciate it, folks. Uh, please subscribe to my Rumble account. Uh, our account's been exploding. We're almost at 2 million subscribers. I would deeply appreciate it. You can watch the video version of the show. A lot of helpful elements, including the chart uh, today for inflation and the money supply going up. It's Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks again, folks. I'll see you on the radio. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.